Good morning to you. If the alarms has gone off, welcome to Tuesday. I'm Mike. This is Chelsea. Hello. Uh, this is Matt Haslam. Morning. Um, oh, it's not, it's not got a microphone <laughs> working again. Um, the, um, the, the the big sad news, of course, broke last night at about nine o'clock. Was of course the, um, the the sad sad death of Anne Kirkbride. It's kind of just after the, the the coach crash episode had finished. Which incidentally wasn't that brilliant last yeah. night. Really well done, Coronation Street last night. Um, and then uh, then it turned out that Anne Kirkbride, Deirdre Barlow, who we were only talking about on the show yesterday, mm. um, actually died um, age sixty. Um, it's funny how it breaks as well, this news. They always take to Twitter first, don't they? That's where it first happened yeah. last night. Uh, at ITV, Corrie had uh, tweeted it. And um, it wasn't that I didn't believe them, but the, the journalist in me wanted to cross-check the information. And I Google news searched it, and there was nothing out there. It had not, you know, got out there at all. And within ten minutes, the Sky News flash, the BBC News, yeah. the Digital Spy, the, and it was just, you know, it spread so very fast. Well, Michelle days. Livesey, who's the Key 103 chief reporter, she just texted me, last night. She said, have you heard about Anne Kirkbride? Mm. And I was like, no, what's happened? And she told me, and I was like, and same as you. Then I went on Google, yeah. and there was nothing there. This was no. about nine o'clock last night, and there was nothing. And then sure enough, by about ten, oh, yeah, it was uh, it was everywhere. She, uh, it's it's a massive, massive hole um, in Coronation Street now forever. It's one of those things you think, well, it's just never going to be the same again. And they're going to have to write her out, aren't they, in some way? Oh, yeah. Because, like um, they did with Betty and Blanche. Yeah, because um, the, she obviously only sort of asked for a three-month break at first, and then obviously something's not been right, hasn't it? I think only her husband and her family know. Hmm. I think she she died peacefully in a hospital, so she wasn't She was well. a hospital in Manchester somewhere, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, and um, so now they're going to have to come up with something. But knowing Corrie the way we do, it will be something that's really um, respectful. They've got to go nice, big on it, though, it? haven't they? I've just, been yeah. I've just been reading about I'm fascinated by a character uh, on Coronation Street, and uh, I don't think there's been a character in any soap ever that's had more things happen to them <laughs> no. in the programme. Well, do you remember possibly the biggest thing ever that ever happened to Deirdre was this? I think about this all day. We should get married. Let's get married, Deirdre. As soon as we can. Oh, you remember him? He did love her, didn't yeah. he? He was, his name he, again. He, he, was, he was called Samir, but he he died Rashid. the day before he was due to give a kidney to Deirdre's daughter. Tracy. Yeah. That's right. Just... Um, Tracy didn't deserve it. I personally... Oh, yeah, Tracy at the end of the episode know, last she night. Leave she's going to push that bus over the edge, isn't she? <laughs> Do you remember Free the Weatherfield one yeah, as well? Yeah, and, of course, and also I was reading, you know, the um, the wedding of Ken and Deirdre, it got more Which viewers... One? It got more viewers than the uh, marriage of Prince Charles and Princess Diana. Yeah. It, got, it got 24 million viewers, I saw it in the news last night. My, one of my favourite things was when Deirdre used to get drunk. Yes. And then she used to sing. We found love in a hopeless place. We found love in a hopeless place. I like your potpourri in the bathroom. You don't see much potpourri nowadays. <laughs> don't worry, I didn't eat it. Uh, there's a mate of mine um, who lives in Altrincham, um, and she's a girl, and she was getting ready for work the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, so, hello to you, by the way. If you're a mum and you're doing the school run, yes. we all know what it's like. It's absolutely manic in the morning. And my friend, this, this happened to her the other day. 
in the morning when you, you're getting ready for the, uh, the school run and you've got a little baby and you're getting ready for work and stuff, it's just chaos in the house. I can imagine. Busy. I've got a million, million things to do. The whole the whole thing is a plate-spinning exercise. Yeah. I'm rubbish at it. Um, and this girl has got this, this, this one-year-old baby uh, and the baby likes sort of fiddling with things like babies do from their high chair. Yeah. And um, she noticed that her keys, her car keys and house keys had gone missing. Right. And the baby was kind of laughing at her. <laughs> and um what in an evil sort of yeah in an evil way. way yeah exactly like that right and she knew straight away that the baby had actually moved the keys <laughs> so she got furious well the baby can't talk what did she do to it we didn't do anything to the baby oh, right. she didn't like give it a rusk ban <laughs> or, or or ban it from the baby walker so you just walk on your own now and you're on your own no she she just sort of oh come on where are the keys and of course the baby refused to speak right it just wouldn't you know it does that whole they thing they always do that they, they always do that don't they? until about the age of two it's like oh i'm not going to say a word <laughs> they believe it um so the baby obviously couldn't say anything the keys had gone missing she knew straight away the little kid had moved them so she was forced to get a taxi into work right which is annoying because she lives in Altrincham and it was like 25 quid yeah and then of course then she had to get she leaves works in manchester she had to get a taxi back again so it's okay. 50 quid yeah. so anyway she was explaining to all her friends at work what had gone on and how annoyed she was with her little son and uh for, for moving the keys um and then she she put her hand in a bag the keys were in the bag oh no <laughs> she falsely accused her own flesh and blood have you ever blamed the wrong person ray yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, a few years ago in the traffic centre doing the Christmas shopping, parked the car on the car park. Yeah. Quite a rare car at the time, so there wasn't many about. So I've gone in there for a couple of hours, done all the shopping, finished. As we've come out, my girlfriend and I have approached the car and it's all smashed in down the side. Oh, no. All the doors have dented in. So we've about turned, gone straight back into the shop, up to customer services, and we've had a right old kick-off. Uh, I demanded to see the CCTV, someone's drove into my car, they've just drove off, they've not left a note and all this lot. So they're saying, well, we can't show you the CCTV, the police have got to be involved. So they phone the police, police are on the way. Yeah. So they said, right, in the meanwhile, let's go out and have a look at your car. I said, yeah, fine, come on, let's go and have a look at it. But I'm, all this time, I'm shouting blue murder. <laughs> After we've approached the car, by this time, there's a few other cars that's moved. And... Bear in mind, these are rare cars, you don't see them about. But as, as these cars have moved, I saw mine parked a few spaces away from the one with the dinted doors. I thought, oh, no, don't worry no. about it, mate. You'd spotted a car that was the same make as yours that had been exactly dented. Exactly the same. Oh, no. make, same colour, no lot. When have you blamed the wrong man? Um, it was actually my friend's mum who went to John Lewis and bought a four-bar Kit Kat and a cup of coffee, sat down, put them on the table, and there was another lady sat there. And the lady reached over and started eating the Kit Kat. Yeah. And my friend's mum was obviously very shocked. Picked up this other lady's muffin, shoved it in her mouth, looked at her and walked off. <laughs> when she got back to her car, she realised that she put her hands in her pocket to get her car keys and her own Kit Kat was in her oh! Basically what happened was, he was eating a, a, a Cadbury's Roses Caramel. And uh, we found a piece of plastic in it, and oh. I thought, oh, no, it's come from the factory or something. I thought, right, well, I'm going to send this really nasty letter and say, why, you know, my son nearly choked to death on this blah, blah, blah plastic. Yeah. Anyway, well, anyway, we could get us a letter back, but we'd found out in the meantime a piece of his brace was missing. <laughs> and actually, it was the brace. Oh, so, man. But, so did you actually get some money back? When the letter back? came back, yeah. Cadbury, to be fair to him, sent us a £15 postal order. But in the same post, 
came up an NSPCC plea help the children. Fifteen pounds would help them. And I thought this is a sign. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't have that money. It's false. So yeah, you were trying to avoid bad karma then, weren't you? So, oh. so you got the fifteen pounds yeah. ill-gotten gains from Cadbury's when really it was your son's fault. Well, that was very kind of you, Julia. I yeah, I don't know whether Chelsea would have done that. <laughs> Key 103. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Key 103. Good morning, this is Key 103. Uh, it's Mike and Chelsea. We are number one for Manchester. And call the police and a fireman. Mark Ronson's in town. <laughs> Yo. How are you doing? You okay? I'm good. It's really embarrassing, actually. I was just, <laughs> I was just watching your performance on the Ellen DeGeneres show on my iPhone when you walked in. Really? <laughs> so I'm watching you dancing and DJing there. At least he knows you're prepared. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I, I actually, dedicated. It would be more embarrassing if you came in and I was watching the Ellen DeGeneres show. Like, <laughs> what do you do if, say, like you was at a, a disco or you're in a club or something, and that song comes on? What, how, how do you react when that, when that happens with any of your songs? It's it's pretty great. I, I've been in a couple of clubs and seen it come on. And, you know, I spent most of my life DJing in nightclubs. And I know the importance of, like, a song that can get everyone on the floor. They don't come along all the time. And I feel like I'm kind of, like, doing a service to other DJs. Like, here's a song. <laughs> do you know? This will help well, you. Well, actually, I do a little bit of DJing as well. And I was doing some, uh, I was doing some gigs at Christmas at the AJ Bell Stadium. And um, your song, seriously, Uptown Funk, was the song that absolutely filled the dance floor. And I, there was one night I was struggling a bit. You know, I'd even I'd even tried wheeling out Abba Dancing Queen. Yeah. They weren't having it. <laughs> On comes Uptown Funk. Zoom. The dance floor was full. Isn't so it, thank you. You've helped me. Isn't it great when those songs come along? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy yeah. in love, whatever. I mean, I'm not comparing this to that song, but I know as a DJ how much you need that. So it is fun. I mean, unfortunately, I'm a terrible dancer, so like I I can't like really just start busting the moves. I just I was going to say, can you do the dance? Because I mean, Bruno has been dancing since he was born. Yeah. I can see why you know he does so. I wondered whether you could actually do the dance routine. Have you even tried? No. I, th- <laughs> I think that's like why, and especially because he is so good that if I did something that might be like mediocre, it would just look so bad next to him. <laughs> so I just, I You're just. Like, I'll be behind the decks. Exactly. Yeah. You're a lot younger than I imagined. Yeah. I don't know because you've been, your name's been bandied around for, how, how old are you? 39. Uh, you are looking good. You moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to start asking him about his daily routine? Well, do you know I should do? you do. cleanse first you and do. then you look, you look a lot younger than 39. Yeah, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Yeah, I have been doing this a long time. I've been DJing in clubs, you know, in New York since the late 90s. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, making music. And you, you also, uh, you DJ at Paul McCartney's I was sent today's live quote by C. Massive, Lee isn't it? on Twitter. Growth is when you realise that not every situation deserves and, uh, you your anger or even your full attention. We're both in both Let's move on. Thank you, C. Lee. Okay, next yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something, though. I'm not above, a, I'm not like one of those DJs that's like too cool to play like Jackson 5. I love those tunes. So a good wedding set sometimes is, is like a kind of a nice, a nice change from playing like you know underground like hip-hop in some sweat yeah. box so what did what did paul mccartney and his wife what did they dance to what was the song that filled the full of dance well that night they, they they pretty much stayed dancing the whole time there was a lot of a lot of motown a little bit of wings you know you played some wings yes. of course i did oh wow cool yeah, yeah all right listen chelsea by the way i mean we're, we're both big fans chelsea's so excited that you're here today, Mark. She's actually, and I, I saw this. I don't know if she wanted me to see it. She's written, no, a th- not really. she, oh, she's written a thing in her diary. Uh, reasons why Mark Ronson's great. <laughs> Chelsea, would you, have you got it there? You, I'm, I'm going to need you to I've read it out it now. It's right. very kind. Thank okay, you. so reason number one: your songs. 
I mean, oh my God, Valerie, Uptown Funk, everyone's talking about it. Already the best song of 2015, and that's not going to change. Uh, number two, your collaborations. Lily Allen, Amy Winehouse, Katie B, Daniel Merriweather, Boy George, Bruno Mars. The list goes on. We'd literally be here all day. Uh, point three, your impeccable dress sense. You can always be relied upon to liven up any red carpet. I don't know anybody who could pull off an entire pink suit with a pink shirt and pink shoes. Let me stop you there, I Joss. really regret that. I was <laughs> going to say, I, I, I've lost honest. all respect for you, Mark. I didn't know about this. Pink suit, pink shoes. It clashed what? with the red carpet, but I lost still looked bet. great. Yeah. The album, Uptown Special, it's out now, isn't it? So it's what's out right be, now. What's going to be out next week, or the 25th of January? Now it's, but it's available to download now, right? It's, it's, out, it's out in shops, it's on iTunes, everywhere you want to get it. Okay, and it's kind of like, obviously I haven't heard it yet, um, it, it's a kind of a homage to the, the funk of the 80s, right? Well, not really. I mean, it's just... Uh, it's just the music that I love, and you know, a lot of that is like, it comes from that American black funk R and B because that's what I played mostly when I was growing up in New York playing in hip hop clubs. But it's 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 a mixture of everything. There's a lot of funk. There's a lot of uh, soul on it. We took a road trip through the deep south of the states looking for a female vocalist, and we found this girl in Jackson, Mississippi. This incredible singer. She's on the record. Stevie Wonder's on there. The Bruno's uptown funk. You got Stevie Wonder playing harmonica. Again, it's just a, a, a ridiculous thing, isn't it? It's how crazy. did that come? How did it's, that come it's about? It's crazy. Like if you, even if at the beginning, if I said to myself, you know, it'd be really nice on this album, Stevie Wonder playing harmonica, I'd be like, you idiot! Like, that's, just <laughs> yeah. like, that's never. You're aiming a bit high there, Mark. Yeah, but I wrote this melody, and I just kept hearing his harmonica, and I thought, oh, what the hell? I'll just send his manager a, a nice letter and tell him he's my hero. And Stevie liked the track, and he played did on it. it. It's incredible. Wow. And we're just, I know you've probably been asked about this loads of times, but a lot of people don't know the answer. Are you officially annoyed at Fleur East slash The X Factor? No, no way. Because <laughs> um, you got the Brit nomination because of it, didn't you, in a way? Because you had to bring the release date forward uh, yeah, so it qualified for Brit. It was great. The whole thing with the Fleur East thing, you know, she did a great performance. I did think you it was know? Did you have to ask show. your permission? I, I don't know how it works exactly because I think what happened was me and Bruno were supposed to be on the show performing it. Okay. And then at the last minute, Bruno uh, was unavailable. So I think they had the permission. Simon heard the song and he's like, well, if they're not going to do it. Well, let's have Fleur do it. Yeah. And that's what happened. It's great because, you know, uh, the song was out in America, it was out in Australia. And it's like, well, why isn't it out in the country I live in? Like, yeah. So it was, it was all for the great and I wasn't annoyed at all. And like I said, so obviously it's been nominated for the best song at the Brits. Are you are you around? The video? Still in, in, the video, yeah, you're still around for for the Brits. Are you going? I definitely will go. Are you kidding? <laughs> Any chance to what? Yeah, of course, it's great. Uh, so it's the year of the bloke as well this year, isn't it? With Ed Sheeran and Sam Smith as well. I think it's going to be a really good night. With uh, apparently Madonna is going to be performing. And take that. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. A good night. He's you definitely you, going. Now. Are you and Bruno performing, or are you just watching? I don't know. I want to perform, but I think we're just watching. Oh, if you well, said you want to perform, I'm sure they'll put Mark, like an extended you're Mark show. Ruddy well, Ronson. You can I, do what you want. If I just show up and play Uptown Funk Acoustic by myself, I don't think anyone's really that excited about there's that. Ma- there's many award ceremonies say, listen, yeah, Ronson and Mars want to perform, but do you know what? There's we've, no, we've time. no time. We've we'll got no time on our schedule for those two losers. Uh, listen, well, good luck with that. Thank good you. luck with the, with the album Uptown Special was out now. And, and well done again on Uptown Funk and all the other stuff. It's been really nice to Thank meet you, man. Thank you very much. Lovely to meet you. Mark Ronson K103. She's had 
a turbulent life. Her ex-husband now has an ex-wife. Each day is better than the last. Chelsea's future is better than her past. Life changes in the blink of an eye. She's lost weight from her hips and her thighs. But one thing now gives her life hope. It's those really, really, really dreadful life quotes. I was sent today's life quote by C. Lee on Twitter. Right. Growth is when you realise that not every situation deserves your anger or even your full attention. Take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you, Celie. Have a bit of that. <laughs>